All right. So, Brett, you are our senior food and beverage editor. So you are the one who knows what's happening in the food world. Can you tell me some of your predictions for the next year? Yeah. Uh, so Indian cuisine, which trend watchers have been like for the past 20 years, they've been saying Indian cuisine is going to be the next big cuisine. And since then, we've seen Vietnamese and Korean and Peruvian and a bunch of other cuisines sort of come on stream. I don't know if any of them, maybe Korean could be considered like super duper mainstream, but Indian is finally doing it uh, with obviously a bunch of small-ish fast casual chains that focus on Indian food. And then uh, there are a number of charismatic chefs who are uh, pushing Indian cuisine forward. You have Manit Chauhan in Nashville, Rohini Day in Chicago, and Sri Gopinathan in San Francisco, who uh, has been there for a long time um, and just gradually uh, introducing Indian elements to fine dining food. But I, I think the kicker for me was when Miller Ale House, which is like a totally like American casual dining chain, added a Zinger's Tikka Wrap to the menu. Zinger's are its chicken tenders, and this is basically a kati roll, which is um, Indian wrap, uh, basically. I'd say a burrito, but it's not, because it's Indian. Uh, then uh, another prediction is that there are going to be more spirit-free cocktails. I think everybody knows this, but I think we're going to see more of them made from coffee, which... I mean, you could just say, well, but that's what baristas do. It's a coffee drink. But I'm talking about things like uh, old fashions made with coffee instead of whiskey, espresso and tonic, that kind of thing. And, and as you know, coffee consumption is way up. Coffee chains are growing. Actually, I don't know if consumption is up, but the chains are certainly growing really fast. Uh, and energy drinks are growing fast. What is uh, the fastest growing cocktail right now? The espresso martini. So there's a lot of coffee, a lot of interest in those those in those flavors and the caffeine, and also uh, growing interest in uh, cocktails that don't have alcohol in them. So I think we're going to be seeing more of that. So there is a new kind of lamb coming from Australia called white lamb because it has a lot of marbling. So uh, you can imagine it looks a little bit like Wagyu beef, but unlike Wagyu, which is very tender and very rich, uh, this white lamb, although it's higher in intramuscular fat, uh, it's quite toothsome. I got to eat some when I was in Napa earlier this year, and it, it has the same sort of positive chewy qualities of lamb, but uh, the particular breed they use has hair and not wool, so it has less of the lanolin flavor that some people don't like. And also, the lamb melts at a lower temperature than uh, normal lamb fat, and that means you have less of a greasy feeling in your mouth. It's more of a clean taste. So it's it's a little bit of a premium to 
other lamb, but lamb is already a premium product anyway. So I think there will be a demand for it. And we like things that are new. And speaking of new, uh, some researchers at the University of Southern California and the University of Colorado think that they have determined uh, a sixth taste uh, in addition to the five that we already have, sweet, sour, salty, bitter, umami, this is the flavor of ammonium chloride, which is uh, used to uh, flavor uh, a type of licorice called salmiac that's popular in, um, in the Nordic countries. And um, the, the way it's described as being a little bit um, salty, a little bit uh, bitter, and also kind of tasting like window cleaner, which doesn't sound super appealing to me, but I also don't like energy drinks, which to me tastes like sweetened battery acid. And I imagine that this kind of flavor and the fact that people could be like, ooh, it's another flavor, another taste, uh, will encourage people to try it more. I could see it popping up in energy drinks, for example, because um, millennials and uh, Gen Z like flavors that are kind of inscrutable to me, but that's cool. I respect people's tastes. I'm not going to yuck their yum. I'm not the one who said it tastes like window cleaner. And my scientist friends say, well, sure, because it has ammonia, so... Chloride. So like sodium chloride, except ammonia instead of sodium. So, That's it. Those so last year you predicted the rise of West African cuisine and among a few other things. How did they perform throughout this year? Um, West African cuisine is at least part of the conversation now. Uh, there is a fast casual Nigerian concept right around the corner from our offices in New York City called Dundu. Uh, we have uh Kwame Onwachi and his restaurant, restaurant Tatiana, that is one of the hottest tickets in town in New York. Um, we have Shanari Freeman, also in New York, but she's now bi-coastal because she opened a vegan restaurant in Los Angeles, and uh, that also has some West African elements. So we are seeing it growing, as I said, as part of the conversation.